0: Hey, I'm Ingrid Brown, and I'm your host for Life on 18 Wheels, presented by WLA Inc. out of Mount Airy, North Carolina. And most of you may know Mount Airy for Mayberry RFD. Today, I am joined by a really good friend of mine, and she is with St. Christopher's Truckers Relief. And I would love to give to you Shannon Courier. Hey, Shannon, I'm so glad you could join me today.
1: Well, hello, my friend. Thank you for letting me join you. I wish I was
0: there in Mayberry RFD with you. I do too. I it's it's. I'm going to tell you though, we're like hitting a cold snap, and I told somebody a while ago. I said it's snowing, and they went, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "Yes, it is. There's water, cold, and it's night. Not fun right now. Same thing as snow." So okay, I wish I don't wish I was there with you. I do okay. not love snow. <laughs> You know, and so, you know, we get to get together a lot and, you know, Halloween, I, I think that, that we, uh, I sent you pictures and talked to you on Halloween and it was like we dressed up and uh, there's quite a few things of pictures and things are all about of WLA and, and the office, the, the ladies in the office and then Bobby, who's the president of WLA, Bobby Post, he dresses up and he's got one of those inflatable dinosaurs. And it makes his legs look about this big, and it's waddling down the hallway. It's uh, its hilarious, but I mean, it's—it's it's great. A um, food galore. We had like the punch was green with like little gremlin thingies in it. I know Rita's listening to me right now. She's our safety director, going, "Anger, they're not gremlins, but anyway, they looked it anyway." <laughs> So it's been a great day and I hope yours was too, but, but, you know, we got through the Halloween season and we got through the, the start of this uh, new podcast and new adventure that's going to bring information to drivers and education and safety tips. Um, We're going to be bringing stuff like locations that are opening of new truck stops. We're going to be bringing, how to chain up. We're going to be bringing stuff to drivers and companies and carriers that, you know, stuff that you live every day that I have on the road. And, you know, I never saw anybody tell me or say, hey, did you know this location's under construction? You don't want to go there today. I'm usually the one that's pulling into it going, "Ah, why did somebody not tell me that? So we're going to be doing a lot of this. But today I want to reach out to you and I want to address St. Christopher's Truckers Fund. And with St. Christopher, St. Christopher's touched my life in a lot of ways. Uh, but thank you, I'm on the driver committee, but this is the thing. St. Christopher has been there during my medical time with my melanoma cancer, and um, I can't say enough about it. So with this, I'm gonna ask you something right off the bat. What is it about St. Christopher Fund and what is it you do that's going to make me as a driver want to know more?
1: Well, that's a great question. We get lots of questions and I sometimes I wish I was in a place to answer all of those. So if there are questions that come out of this podcast, send them to me. I'll be happy to answer any questions about St. Christopher Fund. That's part of what we do is we try to be 100% transparent on how we operate and why we do things the way that we do now, I'll tell you, people might not necessarily like every single thing that we do and the way we do it. But I'm happy to tell people how we do it and why we do it the way we do it. OK, so why should drivers come to St. Chris for fun? What do we do when a driver has an injury or an illness that takes them off the road? That's going to cause financial difficulty most of the time. Some drivers are very well prepared and they can be off the road two, three weeks, maybe even a month, and there's money saved up for that. Other drivers do not have that luxury. So they're not able to pay those necessity household expenses, which there's a lot of drivers that could, you know, two or three weeks time, a month time being off, they could lose their home. They could lose, they could be sitting in a house with no utilities. They could lose their vehicle. They could lose their insurance. Those are the things that we are trying to prevent. We're trying to be, I call it a safety net for drivers. So no, we can't send you money. We don't send the driver any money. No, we can't put groceries on your table. What we can do is make sure the largest bills that you have in your household are taken care of. That's your rent or your mortgage, your utility bills, your vehicle payment, and your insurance payment. Those are the four things that we can pay for. No, we can't cover the $100,000 in medical bills that you might have if you've had a heart attack. We can't cover that. We can't cover everything because we do work 100% on donations. But what we are here for is to be sure that drivers are not losing their homes, they're not losing their livelihood, that you still have a place to live. Your family has a safe, warm place to be when you're healing from this injury or illness so that's the main reason that we are here Um, the other reason we are here is hopefully to help prevent some of those health related issues that drivers face on the road with our
0: health and wellness programs that's some stuff I want to cover later because even as long as I've been around and I found some new stuff today and it's like holy moly so we're going to get into that as well. So if I am a driver and I hear about St. Christopher, what is it that once I get the phone number I call in, what kind of things are you going to want to know about me? What is it that's going to basically vet me or how am I going to apply or are there specific questions I should be asking that I'm probably because I have no idea what I'm doing. So How exactly, what do I need to do to find out and to get application? And what are you going to need from me?
1: Okay, so I'll be honest. Our application process is pretty intense. We do vet drivers and the need pretty intensely. One, there's a lot of drivers that need help. We receive about 400 plus applications a year. Um, and again, we're 100% donation based, so we're trying to make sure that the money that we have is being used for drivers that actually need it. Okay, so we're we're going to vet you pretty good. Uh, we have an online application process. If you can't complete it online, absolutely, we can mail one or fax one. Easiest way to do it is online. It's a, a, a digital application. It's going to be about eight pages long. So you're going to put all your personal information, your name, your date of birth, your address, your CDL. We do have to know that you're a class A CDL holder. So you will have to provide that information. Um, Who you work for, your last day worked. Um, Why are you out of work? How long do you expect to be out of work? Um, You're going to include your income, any income you have for the household. So not just your income, but if your spouse works, We're going to ask for that income as well. We're going to ask for the people that live in the house. We're going to ask for the expenses that you have going out every month. Now, those are going to include your big things, your rent, your mortgage, your car payment, your cell phone bill, your anything that you have that you pay every single month. We want you to include about how much you spend on food. We're going to ask for all of that information. Can we cover all of those expenses? No, we cannot. But we have to show on paper in black and white that there's more money going out than there is coming in. So it shows a financial need because we get audited every year and every file has to show that there's a financial need. So it sounds like you're getting all in my business. We are getting all in your business. That's because we're trying to find a way to say, yes, we can help you. So we want to make sure all those I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Um, you're going to sign a medical release form. Um, you do If you have your own medical records, you can send them, but we will request those for you. You just have to sign the form. Um, and then that application gets submitted. It goes directly to Leslie, who's in our office, and she begins the process. Uh, requesting medical records is the very first thing that we do. Then if there's any questions that maybe you didn't answer or the information isn't clear, We're going to give you a call or an email to clarify that information, Um, and then once we get the medical records, the medical records are looked at by our medical director, who is Dr. John McGilligot. If you're in the industry, you may know Dr. John, Um, and he's been, he's one of our founders and has been our medical director since day one. Um, Once all of that is done, all the questions are answered, um, hopefully you're going to get an approval. And we're going to send you an approval email that says you're approved, and this is how much money we can give you. And then the bills that we are able to pay again, that is rent or mortgage, utility bills, vehicle payments, and insurance payments those four things. That's it. Um, You're going to submit those bills to us, and we're going to pay those bill holders directly. We're not going to send the driver any money. We do that for two reasons. One, Most of the time when people reach out to us, they're in a crisis situation. And so by the time they call, they're trying to heal from something. And there's a lot of stress involved. There's a lot of people calling. A lot of times people are already behind, way behind on those bills. So you're trying to decide, what do I pay? What's the best thing? We're going to take that burden off of you. This is what we pay. We'll pay them directly. You don't have to worry about paying them. We're going to take care of that. Second reason is, and helps us be accountable for where all of our money goes for those corporate sponsors and individuals that give us money. Wow.
0: It sounds like I a know, lot. that's a
1: lot. It's a lot. It, it does,
0: <laughs> but it's not a lot. Whenever you start breaking this down and you tar- start making it simple and making the simplicity about it, it's just make the phone call. Because once you make the phone call or the contact or the email with you, then what happens from there is that you're going to guide me, a driver, a carrier that has a driver that has a problem, you know, where carriers can pick the phone up and they, they also, you know, they, they can help make that connection. They can give them the information to the driver, you know, just making that phone call is, is making this huge difference. So what about the time frame on this? How, is there any way of judging how that time frame, or if I'm sitting here and I put that application in, what do I expect after... Say once I get that phone call, and this, you know, you tell me you're working on my application, and that you'll get back with me. I'm going to be driving down the road. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be thinking that this isn't going to go. This isn't going to go. What am I going to do? Oh no! Oh God! I I don't know what to do. You know, or I'm sitting at home, or I'm sitting in the doctor's office, and you know. So is there anything that's going to kind of ease my mind or give me some type of of timeline to follow a little bit? I know that this has got to be hard after the verification process, and I know how quickly this goes, honestly. Um, I thought whenever I made my application that this was going to be something that I was literally going to be like, into the next month and into the next month and that kind of thing. And then I realized that, holy moly, this went, this went a whole lot faster. But at the same time, I can't, it, it did. And it was so much going on in my life. You know, I got to get on a plane. I got to fly to Chicago. I got to be at the cancer treatment center. Um, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to remember to do this? Oh, no, I was supposed to send this in or whatever. So is there anything that is kind of like a comfort timeline or a comfort time or a comfort way that we as drivers and, and those that have done the application that we can look at this and see that it's it's not as as long and lengthy as I think it's going to be?
1: Yes, yes and no. So you know, I wish there was a way, almost like, you know, when you order a pizza, you can look at it online and see where it is in the process. <laughs> I wish we had a little thing like that so you could just visually pop on there and go, Oh, there's my application and it's in this process. That would be so nice. Maybe that's an idea. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's what holds the applicant the application process itself goes pretty fast. Now there's going to be applicants that'll say, well, mine took a month, mine took two months, mine took three months. Here's what holds the application process up. One, answer all of the questions. Okay. The questions have to be answered. We have to have the information that we are asking for. So if you are unwilling to provide that information, it's going to delay your application. Um, if you don't, if you're unable to get that information quickly and it's going to take some time, we have to wait on that information. The other thing that delays the applications 95% of the time is waiting on medical records. So when you sign that medical release form, we request those medical records. The doctors are not always super fast. Some of them turn around 24 hours, we've got them back. Others, you know, you have to Fax it over to them, and then they have to mail the records to you. And it depends on how quickly that happens. So, a lot of times we are at the mercy of receiving those medical records, and we have to have those before we can approve the application. So, if you have reached out and you know we're going to request medical records, if you are able to give your doctor a call and say, Look, I've applied for financial assistance with a nonprofit organization, they need these medical records please get them out ASAP. That goes a long way with them going, oh, okay, these people are waiting on help. And they'll sometimes get on those quicker. Or if you have access to those records yourself and you're able to send them to us, you can do that as well. Um, but we, we do have to have the medical records. So that's the thing that takes the longest. And I will say, you know, if you're concerned about how long it's taking, if you feel like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard from anybody in a week, just pick up the phone and call us. But I will also tell you this. There's one, maybe two people in the office. We are a small staff. There's only six of us at St. Christopher Fund. So there might be two people in the office. Sometimes it's just one. So if you call and it goes to voicemail and then you call and it goes to voicemail and you call a third time and it goes to voicemail, that's all that is is delaying the call back so just call and leave a voicemail once and let you know get that on the list because the phone ring rings constantly it's just a constant phone call um so it doesn't help to call and call and call and call you know three four or five times um that just delays leslie being able to call you back and answer your question so call once you know, give us a little bit of time. It like I say, one person, sometimes two, usually one person is in the office handling those phone calls. So it takes a little bit of time when the phone rings constantly all day long.
0: You know, I found um Sheen and I have uh my chart in my chart <clears throat> mobile on my phone. And I didn't realize this this week when I was trying to transfer medical records from my oncologist to Winston Salem, North Carolina. And my oncologist with the Cancer Treatment Center up in Chicago. And I found that because they're both on that platform, I can go from one organization to another, but it also lets me share that if I need to with y'all, a one-time share. So, you know, drivers check this because I'm finding the majority of hospitals or Doctors, a lot of the doctors are on the MyChart app, and there's more of them as well that you can that your hospital will download them and, and send them. If it isn't, if you're not on that app, it's been easy to to have been able to call and and now instead of faxing and mailing. But I know that that's that's some still some a lot are still on the snail mail version of that. Right. Okay. So we've gotten through and. We got the application. We've gone through that stretcher time of, okay, you're approved. What's the next step?
1: So once you're approved, and I will tell you, speaking of the online medical records, we have applicants all the time that say, can I just give you access to my portal and go online and, and grab what you need? Yes, we will, we will do that um, if, if people are comfortable with us doing that. We've done that many times. Um, so after we have everything we need and you are approved, you will get an approval email from Leslie. And it's going to tell you step by step what needs to happen. It's going to remind you, here are the bills that we pay for rent or mortgage, utility bills, vehicle payments, and insurance payments. Just those four things. It's going to remind you of those. It's going to tell you how much you have been approved for. Um, and that approval amount could be different depending on applicants, what their need is. Um, And it's based on how much money we have as far as coming in and donations too. Again, 100% donation based. So um, it's going to give you your approval amount and it's going to tell you how to send those bills to the office in order for us to pay those bills. Once those bills are paid, we're going to let you know those bills are paid. And then you will probably have to check with those bill holders to make sure those checks get received. They are paid by check. So you'll want to make sure that those are received. We don't follow up with each bill holder from every applicant, because that would be a lot of phone calls, that those payments are received. It's easier for you all as the applicant, you know, give about a week for that check to get there, you know, and then call and say, hey, did you get that payment? If they didn't, call us and and let us know, and we we can talk through that and try to figure out, you know, is it still in the mail? Has it only been three days? Has it been... 30 days, what are we looking
0: at? You know, I found, too, that my the ones that were paid by AutoPay, that it kind of a tough thing for some uh, that getting that. And you don't want to take it off of AutoPay. You just get them to send you a regular bill, um, because, like, you know, uh, paper bill or through an, the email, and then that was easy just to send that. But I thought I don't know I'm on auto pay so so it would it even know that I might still have another auto pay come out then as soon as that hit there so you got to kind of judge and gauge your timeline of what your auto pay you know was or or would be so I found I learned that as well of how that worked
1: yeah and we do have a lot of people that have auto pay bills I mean pretty much all of ours mine personally are paid by auto pay. Um, Typically, you can some, some way go online and get a copy of that bill, even if it's just a print screen of the bill to send to us. We don't pay it online. We don't auto pay that way. Um, again, those bills that you know are auto paid, hopefully you're also communicating with those bill holders and letting them know, hey, I'm working with a nonprofit. They are going to be paying my bill this month. And they can work that on the back end for you. Sometimes they can you know, put a pause on that auto pay for one month on the back end and accept our check as that payment. So it does take communication, um, you know, on the applicant's part as well, communicating with your bill holders and letting them know that you're working with a nonprofit that's going to pay
0: your bill for that month. You know, okay, so now we've got that done and I have my own theory of what happens next. but. From, from your side of it, what happens from there? After you're approved and your bills are paid? Yes, ma'am. So we
1: basically uh, close out your application. We will ask for, for every applicant, we always ask if you are willing to share a testimony about what it is to work with St. Christopher Fund and share a picture or a video. Um, not everybody wants to do that. Um, but, you know, with any nonprofit we always get the question, do you actually help people? Do you actually help real people? Um, and the best way to show that we help real people is when our applicants are willing to share their personal testimony, put a face with it, um, put a, a do a video with it, you know, a 10, 15 second video um, that we can share. So we want to share as many of those testimonies as possible. I know not everybody wants their personal business out there. You don't have to share what happened to you. You don't have to share any of that. Um, it's just, you know, hi, my name is Ingrid. You know, now you said, you know, you were dealing with a cancer situation. You applied with St. Christopher Fund and they were able to step in and pay my bills for a month. Um, and we are short-term assistants. You know, we're only a couple of months assistance, So we're, we're not, you know, six months. We're not a year. Now, here's the thing with that. We could help you for one to two months And then we also have other resources. So we're going to know by the medical records and by Dr. John looking at the medical records, have an idea of how long you might be out of work. So if we know you're going to be out of work way longer than the assistance we know we're going to be able to offer, we're going to give you additional resources. And we're going to say here, you can contact these five people, however many it is, and you can get some additional resources. Now, you have to follow up on those resources, okay? So, and that does take some time sometimes, but, you know, a couple of phone calls, a day of making a couple of phone calls can really get some additional long-term assistance. And we can't do that for every applicant. There's just too many. I would, You know, we used to, when we didn't have as many applicants in the beginning, we were able to do some of that footwork for the applicants. And we just were not able to do that anymore. So that's why we want to provide our applicants with as many resources as possible. But, and those are going to be listed in the emails that we send as well. Here are some additional resources for you. So, But a lot of times, you know, it's it's like anything else. You get an email, there's a bunch of information. You read the first couple of sentences and off you go. You don't read anything else. There really is valuable information in the emails that we send. And we want you to have all the help possible, even beyond what we can help with. We want you to have all the help that you want and need. Okay, I have a question. Okay. I'm always... Hopefully I have an answer.
0: (laughs) You too, you do. I know you do. Okay, so if if it's two months that you help, we're going to use this as scenario. So does my application and my initial application and it pays the bills, is that going to cover two months or how? Okay. No. Tell me when they do. Okay. So you, when you apply for
1: assistance and you get approved and we pay your bills, you can apply a second time 30 days after that. So we have a reapply application And it's like two pages. It's just giving us an update on where you were 30 days later than the original application. So it's, and a lot of times, um, Leslie will do those over the phone. So if you call 30 days later and said like to reapply, then she'll take that information over the phone and that will update the application process. If the, if there's, if you were waiting on you know, additional doctor's visits or maybe there was a surgery that was scheduled or something like that. We may have to get some updated medical records to be sure where you are in that process. Again, we will do that. If you have them, you can get them to us or we can log in again, however you would like for that to happen. So application is approved. Bills are paid 30 days later. Reapplication process. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so I'm the driver. I'm the one that's going to apply because I'm the driver at St. Christopher takes care of drivers. So who in my household is also covered or does St. Christopher help with medically?
1: Yes. So we are able to help if, if the driver has to come off the road because there's a, a family member that they have to take care of. Uh, we had a gentleman, um, Who's uh his name is Howard Salmon and I we have permission to say his name. He's put his name in his face to his yeah, <laughs> his process. Yes, he's awesome. Um he had a son, Liam, who was very ill and was at the end of his life. And he wanted to be home with Liam at the last uh, days of his life. We weren't able to help Liam specifically, because we don't cover medical bills under any circumstances. We don't cover medical bills, but we were able to pay Uh, for Howard's household expenses for a couple of months so he could be home at his son's end of life. We have had drivers whose spouses have breast cancer um, and the husband, there was nobody to help obviously with her and he wanted to be home and needed to be home to care for her um, through some surgery and process. He was able to apply for assistance because he was out of work for that, so there are circumstances
0: like that that we can step in and help as well. Wow, you know, even as much and as close as I work with you, there's always things I'm learning. Um, there's always new, new things I didn't listen to or I didn't read that, the email. Pass those there for to, to start out with, and I'm I'm thinking I'm probably not the only one that does that. Um, Saint Christopher's. Tell me about where the money comes from, the donations. I mean, it seems like it, okay, if it's a small organization and there are only six people, but there's some phenomenal numbers out here. So tell me how this goes from being a small organization to these huge numbers that I'm sitting here looking at right here.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I I feel like we're pretty blessed. You know, we've been doing this for 15 years now. This is our 15th year. And, you know, it started out with our founders, uh, Dave Nemo and Michael Burns and John McGilligot. And one person, our current executive director who has been the director since day one, Donna Kennedy. And it has grown over the years. And I think we all just feel like This is what we're called to do is is help people. And so we're very diligent on making sure our money is used for what it's supposed to be used for and not wasted. So like, for example, we'll have people say, well, why don't you have St. Christopher Fund swag? Why don't you give out swag? Well, the more we invest in swag to give out to people for free, the less money we have to give to the drivers that actually need us. And we would rather give the money to the drivers and pay those bills that we can pay for than to give out free T-shirts everywhere we go. Even though we would love for everybody to have a St. Christopher Fund T-shirt, you know, that's where we want to use our money the way that it's supposed to be used. And that's to help the driver. Um, We are very blessed with and have been since day one. Drivers have always been the backbone of St. Christopher Fund. Drivers have always been the ones that have carried us through with their generosity and with the donations. Drivers support drivers and they support drivers through St. Christopher Fund. Now, over the years, I mean, the corporate support has really grown and that has been a huge blessing. Um, You know, we've helped. Gosh, hang on. Let me look at our numbers um, as far as how many drivers we've helped. Honestly, because we're just uh, closing out, you know, a month. So we're at new numbers. So um, almost four thousand drivers. We've helped almost four thousand drivers, and we've helped them with over four point six million dollars. Drum roll, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, mean seriously. I'm, pr- I'm not not personally. I'm pretty proud of those numbers for a small organization. And we have six now. We haven't always had six. When I first yeah. started. At St. Christopher Fun, gosh, it's been eight plus years ago. Almost nine years ago, there was three of us.
0: Four three point us. six million. Four million six hundred twelve thousand eight hundred and seventeen dollars. Yeah. It's a lot. Seven f- hundred and ninety three drivers. Yeah. I feel like we've
1: made a pretty big impact in 15 years and we just want to continue reaching more drivers you know there every day we hear drivers say I didn't know you existed we hear companies say I didn't I didn't know you existed um and sometimes that's surprising to me on the other hand I know it's a large industry but it's like a small family large industry it's so interesting how how connected it all is so it, sometimes it does surprise me when companies say, we didn't know you were out there. Um, and honestly, everybody's connected. I mean, every food person, you know, company, brokers, shippers, receivers, um, the trucking companies themselves, you know, if everybody was pouring back into St. Christopher Fund, just even a little bit. It would make a huge difference. And I think of all the drivers, just just the drivers that are out there. If every driver gave
0: a dollar. I mean, how much money is that? Over $3 million? Yeah, but can you imagine that if every company would give a dollar for every driver they have? Right. A month. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. that's... That's a lot of money.
1: So, and it's not the burden is not all on one person or one company or one part of the industry, and it's everybody giving back to the industry. And we've had, you know, well, I don't, you you're not helping my drivers, or you know, maybe we don't have we some we you know larger companies. Obviously, the odds are we're going to have more drivers. The more drivers you have, the more drivers statistically we're probably going to help from your company. Um, but you can, and a lot of the companies have their own programs where they'll, they help their own drivers, but you can't help them in every situation. And so that has, has been one of the things that I've talked about with companies is you do have programs to help your drivers, but if you gave a little bit, like you said, a dollar for every driver you have to St. Christopher fund, let us pick up those medical issues and you step in on some other issues that aren't medical related where people may need help because there's all kinds of reasons that drivers yeah. need help, you know, and I know companies want to step in and help any way that they can. And so let us cover the medical when things medical happen, let us cover that, but give us some support to do that. So we we have the money needed when your driver does call.
0: Do you realize what a retention that would be? I mean, you're going to have a driver go out, but the quicker he gets back, uh, you know, you've got a driver back on the road. Um, You offer the, you know, the contribution, and then you turn around the donation to them, for, for them, I should say. But that coming to where something happens, they're out, the company does whatever they do. Then they have your side that's also supporting to help, pay hey, get their driver back to work. And in the end, I mean, it's 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 a win-win, you know, come on, where, where, chicken dinner. It's, it's yeah. literally, you you can't beat something like that. Ooh, I got to have a conversation. <laughs> this is over
1: with. Um, <laughs> well, it, that is one of the things we talk about is
0: we do feel like we help with driver retention. Right. And And... But if they're contributing, that means that they're not losing the revenue. I should say that that truck's not running, or that they're having to, you know. Add, I mean, that's again, it's something. It's an area I haven't even gone to to think about. But uh, hey, that's this is a campaign, girlfriend. This right. is a campaign. This is a new one. Yeah, so, is it? You know. I, these are things that we do on the driver committee. Um, tell everybody a little bit about the driver committee.
1: Yeah. So we have an amazing group of drivers on our driver committee. Um, these drivers are invaluable to who we are and what we do. And we depend on this driver council to give us feedback on what's going on in the industry. What do we need to know about? What are the struggles that drivers are facing? What this helps us um, grow and expand our health and wellness initiatives as well. You know, we run these things by our driver council. Um, All of our driver council members, well, not all of them, because some of them haven't submitted a picture, but um, most of our driver council members are listed on our website. If you go to truckersfund.org and click about us, it's going to take you to our driver council members. And so we have seasoned veterans okay that are in this industry these are are people that know the industry they know what people need they know um what issues drivers are facing out there and that the feedback that we get from you because we're not drivers none of us at Syncus for fun are drivers we are not on the road um but we have a heart for drivers we want to meet you all where you are and provide things that are going to be of benefit to you. And how best do we do that? We talk to drivers that are out there every day living it and have lived it. And people that are connected to other drivers in the industry that are talking to other drivers, figuring out what are the needs out there. And then our job is to figure out, is it a need we can meet? And if we can, how's the, how do we do that best? And how do we find the support to meet those needs?
0: It's been amazing of the some of the things that, you know, on our meetings that we we have brought to the table to see, and that's in the works of, of trying to come up with all the way down to the medical stickers back when we were, were trying to get the COVID of, you know, who you were and who your emergency contact and whatever, and whether that would go on the windshield of your truck, you know, if something happened or, you know, wallet cards or, you know i mean we've we've sat and had long discussions about the the mental health side of how we drivers see what's going on out here of you know drivers spend a lot of time by ourselves, you know I mean so many different things of health testing that that could be done from the road that are literally a life death situation that drivers feel like they can't take off to get done, so that's another area that you're working on and
1: it is. And and yeah, well, I, I I wanted to say it it is. And sometimes the ideas that we come up with, we're not sure if they're going to work because we are not behind the wheel of a truck. And that's why we have to take those things to you and our driver council and say, this is this is something we're thinking about doing. Would it be beneficial to you? Would it not? Do you think drivers will participate in it? Do you think they will not participate? Do you, does this sound like something drivers would do while they're on the road or will they not? Just like those emergency cards. Those emergency cards came from that meeting and they are available on our website. If you, haven't, if you don't have an emergency contact card in your truck, pop over to our website. We have them there. You can download it. You can print it and write on it or you can fill it out online and print it full page you could put it in your you know your notebooks that you carry that has all of your you know permits and everything in it or you can get a wallet size card all these types of things come out of these driver council conversations we've talked about mental health a lot you know that is a a huge thing to tackle and there's still ongoing conversation about that um our newest program that we just added to health and wellness um the prostate cancer screenings that came out of discussion with the driver council um, as well. How, you know, will drivers use it? Would it be beneficial? And so we implemented that program as well.
0: It amazes me that there's not more drivers taking action in some of the programs that are, are the St. Christopher offers free. Um, and we'll go over the name of them, but I want to ask you. Um, this has been amazing today. I mean, we've actually not just been a clown because we usually.
1: (laughs) We do like to have fun, even when we're talking about serious stuff. I
0: know. But no, I mean, I want to go over, uh, you know, I want you to come back by all means, because I want us to be able to hear more drivers say they know about St. Christopher. I want more companies to say, I want my drivers to know more about St. Christopher. I want more brokers and shippers to say, hey, I know about St. Christopher because I need my freight hauled and I need a driver to do that with. And if everybody has that information, it's kind of like, Ingrid, how do I get to uh A-Rab, Alabama? Well, let me tell you how to get there. You know, if you could tell a driver, the easiest way to get something done or the easiest way to get help, we're going to do it. That's it. We just have to know it and somebody has to share it, tell it to us. So we don't have but a few more minutes. Let's let's just kind of not really go in depth, but just touch what the, the health and wellness is and
1: how that works. Absolutely. So our, our health and wellness programs, and I'm with you, Ingrid. I, sometimes I, and I guess people always want to ask St. Christopher fun questions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a question I would ask drivers. Why don't you participate in free health and wellness programs? Okay, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't. Other than I can say this. I work at home. I have a treadmill in the garage, and I don't use it. OK, so you I'm, them I'm, I'm correlating it. those together because I have the ability and I don't do it. And I know you all don't have as easily accessible things as I do and you're not using it. However, we are we do try to make these programs as accessible as possible while you're on the road. So my question what would make it easier? OK, what what can we do, if anything, different? That would make drivers say, yes, I want to participate in that program or at least give it a try because they're all free. Okay, they're 100 percent free. There's no hidden charges. There's no other shoe that's going to drop when you register for any of our programs. All of the things are covered by corporate sponsorships. So there's not going to cost you anything except time and investment
0: back into yourself. And just the initiative to do it. You know, you have you have a, a treadmill that you don't get on and walk. Okay, well, we have two feet. We don't get out of the truck, <laughs> and I mean, come on. Let let's be serious. I mean, we're 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 really going to get down to it here. Here's the deal. I'm going to park at the closest parking spot since the truck stop for two reasons. One, I'm chunky and I'm lazy. <laughs> two, is I'm going to use every reason that I don't need to walk from the back parking lot, even on a beautiful, sunshiny day with no rain forecast. But it might rain. I don't want to get wet. I'm going to use every excuse I can. So I'm going to use every excuse I can unless somebody gives me a better reason not to park somewhere different. Yeah. And I think hearing it over and over. But at the same time one, if I don't hear it to begin with, it's not going to be where I'm riding down the road thinking about it again and thinking the next time I pull in the truck stop. That's a pretty good reason. I'll probably need to park in the back 40 because my chunky monkey self can walk from back there to the front, where I really honestly think I can't walk probably five spaces away because I'm that out of shape. So I think, you know, without that knowledge, but there's some major stuff on this list that really hits home with me, and you know that. So go through what some of these are, and let's plant this seed that drivers might find. I mean, there's something for everybody on this list. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at it. There is something, if not more than one, for everybody. And let's plant some seeds. We'll water yeah, them so- as we go
1: right and and you know we all need encouragement and it's always easier to do things when you're doing it as a group or with other people and you have encouragement that's the awesome thing about our programs there are groups of people participating and you always have some support in all of these programs which is so awesome you know um I need to find me some support to go get on my treadmills, what I need to do. I don't know. Maybe we need to just exercise together every day. Everybody gets on one big Zoom video all across the country, and we 15 minutes every single day. With that, I mean, maybe that will encourage people. I'd be willing
0: to do it. We'll shut the country down <laughs> on a 30-minute break every day at the same time, and yep. we'll all take that 30 minutes off. I don't That's care right. if you're in the middle of, of I-10 <laughs> Or on I-5 in California. Shut her down, gang. <laughs> We're taking a 30-minute break, and we 30 are 30-minute break. Park <laughs> it. I mean, you can't <laughs> run over nobody if you're not driving. <laughs> That's
1: right. everybody stops, times, you can't hurt anybody. <laughs>
0: 33 times around a tractor trailer is a mile. Don't forget that. Now, all of y'all that have short trucks. Sorry. Go. <laughs> well, shorter wheelbases is 34. Thirty-three times around is a mile. So we could at least do that in 30 minutes sitting in the middle of shutting down a road of, I I mean, not do this, gang. I'm just kidding. No, we're just kidding about that. We're just just kidding kidding about that. that. But I'm saying you can plan 30 minutes and, I mean, yeah. Well,
1: it doesn't even have to be 30 minutes at one time, honestly. Can you do 10 minutes? Like, How long does it take to fill your tank up with fuel?
0: But you see, ten minutes. you know, you're washing windows or you're, you know, plus you need to stay close to the tank because, you know, anything can happen in a, in a well, That's fuel. what I mean.
1: Walk around wow. while you're doing that or walk in place while you're waiting for that to to exactly. fill up. You know, exactly. I mean, that's, that's 10 minutes of moving. And it gets your heart rate going.
0: I'm going to get in know, trouble.
1: For the next you know, 10
0: minutes. Telling people to shut it we're not shut down. we're
1: not we're not advocating for a shutdown we were being funny because that's what we do
0: oh stick around there's more to come <laughs> okay all right let's
1: <laughs> the fun is just beginning oh yeah all right bring it to me sister yeah so our health and wellness programs I won't go into detail because we've been talking a long time but i'll give a quick rundown of each one and then we can revisit these at another later date to answer some more questions. Like I say, if you have questions about any of this information, shoot them to Ingrid and then we can follow up on those questions on the next go round. So our longest running program is called Rigs Without Sigs. That is a smoking cessation program. That means if you're ready to stop smoking. Again, we get told this all the time. I don't need you to tell me to quit smoking. I don't need you to tell me what to do. We're not doing that. Not at all. You do you. Do what you want to do. We're just telling you If you're ready to quit smoking and you would like to be healthier because smoking leads to so many other health issues, we've got a program to help you do that, okay? So this is an ongoing program. You'll work with Lindsay Bryan, who is our health and wellness manager on all of these programs, and she's going to walk you through the steps. Rigs Without Sigs is a one-year program, and we have incentives for this program. You can find those. Again, there's several one for one month, one for three months, one for six months, one for 12 months. All of this information is on our website under the health and wellness
0: tab. Click on Rigs Without Sigs. you can see all the details. I don't smoke, but I said I'm going to start the, the Rigs Without Sinks because there's some cool stuff that you get like for one month into. No, and thank really you to smug. Road Pro
1: Family of Brands for that. Road Pro is the one that donates those products. And they send them directly to these drivers, and we're excited because there's always some there's people in different um, stages of quitting smoking. And the cool thing is, we have a uh, online Facebook group for Rigs Without Six. And what's so cool is we have people that quit smoking three years ago. They are still in that program. They are still encouraging. They don't need it. They are still in that group, encouraging other people that are going through this program. Here's what to expect. Oh, you had one today. Don't worry about it. Start again tomorrow. That's what's awesome. You've got cheerleaders in this program. So if you're ready, there's a calculator on there. It's going to tell you how much money you're going to save too. We had a guy saved up so much money. He bought himself a motorcycle when he quit smoking. Holy moly! Not kidding. Not far. Yes. So health and money. Saves you health and money. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. The second program we... yeah. The second program we have is called the Healthy Habits for the Long Haul. So this is a 12-week course for over-the-road drivers, and we're going to do some chronic disease management on this. So we're going to talk about high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, um, all of these things through dietary changes and lifestyle changes that are going to help manage these chronic diseases that we see drivers deal with. And we're not just pulling these out of our hat. These things all come from the applications that we receive. These are things we know that you all deal with out there on the road. And we're trying to offer some support that will help you. Does every idea that we have, you know, hey, can you do this on the road? No, that doesn't really work for us. Then what does work for you? How can we encourage you? What, what is something as a driver you've learned on the road that helps you that you can pass along to somebody else? Again, we've got a group that's going to communicate with each other and help with those ideas and give feedback on things to eat and not eat and and calories. We're going to talk about all that good stuff.
0: It's like finding, you know, where are you going to find the good food? Where are you going to find the stuff that's healthy? You know, truck stops, we all know. Fast food, fast food, fast food, fast food. But, you know, we're going to be covering some stuff with um, a truck stop that is going to be working with us on healthy eating as well of what they have. For healthy eating. So that's something that I, you know, we'll, we're we going to relay with you and be able to contribute some to the healthy habits. Absolutely. I hadn't and told even you. even
1: if all you have is fast food, what is the best thing to eat at fast food? Let's at least learn that too, you know. Don't ask me because i tell there, you, two there's there's... burgers in a
0: large
1: oh. oh, yes. Don't ask her. She'll say ravioli. <laughs> and <beanie-wingies. So> <laughs> beanie wingies. What... Beanie Yeah, don't eat those. Don't listen to Ingrid on that. (laughs) Don't
0: look on my Uh, back.
1: Go ahead. The next program we have that's been going on for a long time, too, is our vaccine voucher program. So we do free uh, flu, pneumonia and shingles vaccines for uh, class A over the road drivers that are not insured. If you're insured, most of the time your insurance is going to pay for those vaccines. But if you don't have insurance, then it might not be covered. So. Um, We can do flu, pneumonia, and shingles vaccines. We have people that use these every year. They come back every year and get those vaccine vouchers.
0: Okay, I'm going to jump in again. And I'm going to say, all right, everybody, listen, when we say vaccines, I'm saying if you've never had shingles, I promise you, you don't want shingles. And it seems the more I talk to the drivers that are getting up in the age, and especially like me, and getting up past the 55 age, they seem to be getting more uh, shingles by being on the road and going restrooms, food facilities, whatever. You don't want shingles. Absolutely. And we know, you know, pneumonia and flu, it's that season time, you know. I can't take flu shots. Flu shots make me sick. They're supposed to prevent you. But at the same time, Pneumonia is such a big thing with me with my lungs, especially right now, that, you know, that's one thing there. But I'm telling you, if you haven't had shingles, they lowered the age of when you can get shingle shots, get a shingle shot. Okay. Sorry.
1: Yeah. And I mean, if you're a smoker and you have lung capacity issues, pneumonia can set in pretty easy when you get, when you get sick. So it is preventative. And again, we get some feedback on, you know, I'm not a vaccine. I don't, I don't do vaccines. You don't have to do vaccines. We're, we're not forcing anything on anybody. If you want it, we've got it. That's what I'm going to take. Um, <laughs> the next thing That's we have, cool. <laughs> you know, we are offer it for the people that want it. If you want to take Absolutely. advantage of it, it is there for you. So uh, the next program is our diabetes prevention program. This is also a 12 week course. Um, tailored to over-the-road drivers. So we're going to focus on not getting the diabetes diagnosis. If you are pre-diabetes or your doctor told you you're on your way to being diabetic, um, this diabetes program, prevention program is for you. Is We have so many drivers that they've never had normal blood work numbers in years, haven't. They have normal blood work numbers. They are losing weight. It is not a weight loss program. We don't have a weight loss program. The side effect of changing your habits and doing things healthier, you are going to lose weight. You're going to be more mobile. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. Um, making those changes along the way, you're go- we've had drivers that have been able to come off medications um, after having several months of normal numbers. So this is a 12-week program, uh, again, working with Lindsay. It's, it's pretty intense, but it's it's one hour a week, okay? It's one hour a week where you're going to join a video call from wherever you are, and you're going to learn the, the topic for the week. So one hour a week, invest in yourself, and, and it, it can change your it, life.
0: If you don't know it, you can do video calls from your phone. It doesn't take a laptop, doesn't take a computer, doesn't take anything like that, you know?
1: And you don't have to have your camera on. Some people are stopped. They have their camera on. Some don't. They're driving and they're listening like it's a podcast, but it's a live feed like this. You know, if, if you're not able to stop and, and participate, because if you're driving, you know, I, are y'all able to listen? I assume you're able to listen to podcasts and stuff like that while you're driving. Just not have a handheld and not have a video and things like that. We don't want to encourage anything unsafe, but you can put your headphones in and, and join the live and say, I'm driving, I'm, but I'm listening, and you can you can get the information that way, and you can you know participate in the conversation too, um, and ask questions. And stuff. So you know again, free twelve week program uh, tailored to those that are uh, pre diabetic or you know predisposed. And there is a, a questionnaire on our website that you can answer some questions, kind of let you know if you're moving in that direction. Um, the newest program that we have is called GPS, and that is called Get Preventative Screenings. That's what that stands for. This is our prostate cancer screening program, and this came out of conversation. We had, you know, we see a lot of cancer in our applications, a lot of prostate cancer, believe it or not. And so this is what prompted the idea to have these cancer screenings. And we took this to our driver council members and said, you know, will drivers use this? Um, they seem to think that drivers would and should um, use these programs because it can be it, it can, it's a test that can be sent to your home. You can do it on home time. It can be sent to a, a truck stop that you know you're going to be at, you know, two days from now or tomorrow. It can be sent there. You can do it in the truck and mail it off uh, from the truck at a truck stop, or you can do it while you're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are our prostate cancer screenings. And we do want to grow um, this program. We would like to offer some other programs and add to this. But right now we've got prostate cancer screenings. But we see a lot of cancer um, so that's one of the reasons we're like, you know, smoking goes along with cancer. Obesity goes along with cancer. Um, so, you know, all of these things kind of tie in to each other. And so that's the whole reason we have these programs. They're preventative. They're hopefully going to help prevent some of the issues that you might be dealing with down the road.
0: The key to this right here is every single thing that you offer in the health and wellness can be done on the road. You don't have to take any time off. Um, I mean, you may have to take some follow-up after you do take a, you know, a test or whatever, or you may have to have follow-up on blood work or something like that. But the thing is, is it's easier to schedule that kind of stuff or you know to go immediately um, rather than sitting there riding down the road not knowing at all. And I'm going to be the first to tell you, you don't want to wait.
1: And that's what drivers do. Y'all, yeah, Y'all don't we take do. care of we yourselves. Do, you take care of everybody else and you don't take care of yourselves. And please, 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 you are just as important as everybody else in your life. And we want you all to take care of yourselves, you know, stop and get that few minutes of exercise, you know, stop smoking. If you're, if you're ready to do that, you know, learn some healthier habits on the road, get more movement and better sleep in your life. Um, you know, you, it's like your truck. Your moneymaker is your truck. So you all take care of that truck. You do your PMs. You do your maintenance. You make sure your tires are ready to go so you're safe and you are you can make the money you need to make. But if you aren't healthy, then you can't stay behind that wheel either. And that, your CDL depends on that, on some kind of health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it. Your family depends upon that. There's somebody somewhere that depends upon that, even if it's you just taking care of yourself. Yeah, but I just can't strive enough about how we're able to come up with these plans and then coming up with ways to be able to give drivers way to, to like the prostrate, getting getting pre screened. Um, I there's some, and I'm just sitting here kind of going. Okay, how much can I tell? Because I can't tell anything more because Shane will no like tells me to get muted. But um there are there's some stuff that's coming about that's being worked on that is so important. Um, and I look forward to there being more that we can can be see coming out on, on screenings, especially on the cancer side. But It doesn't cost us anything. It doesn't cost us as a driver. It doesn't cost a carrier to share this information with the driver that they may not even know that they're not feeling good driving down the road. Or they may not realize that they need to be checked and seen about. But the first step is the driver's going to say, I don't have time. I can't. I can't. I don't have time. If I go home, it's going to take me. X amount of, of days to to get an appointment. But at the same time, carriers have to realize that if they have an appointment for something like this, it is it is sometimes a life or death situation. And we've seen that lately, even through St. Christopher, that a driver's got to get home. Don't make them like, don't, don't yeah. make us limp. And that's why, and you know what, that's, a, I'm going to just throw this out there. A lot of times that's why we don't go, because we know that we're not going to make the appointment and it's just a waste of our time. So carriers, you know, um, I'm blessed right now, you know, right here where I'm at, at, at WLA, is that that's, that's, that's an important, a very important thing is the help of the drivers and making sure that they're home Um now, not only for home time, but making sure that everybody takes care of themselves. Um, it's just been amazing how how things work. So making sure that points out there is, drivers, it's free. If you can do it on the road, do it on the road if you need to. Sometimes I've heard some of the guys say, I don't want to do this at home. And it's like, like well, do it in the privacy of your truck, silly. That's right. And, and it's, you know, but... Uh, Gosh, I don't even know what or how to tell you thank you, Sheena, you and everybody there, and Dr. John, and and I don't know how to say thank you enough.
1: Well, I, you know, you don't have to thank us. We just we just want to be a resource for drivers, a, a way to help you all be as healthy as possible, and 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 not take any money out of your pocket. You know, we know your money and your time is invaluable, and so we're trying to do everything we can pour back into you and and not take anything out and so and and carriers I'll say too you know insurance rates at carriers a lot of times are based on is your driver a smoker or not is your driver obese or not and so you can lower bottom line insurance rates when your drivers make some of these healthy changes and it, it doesn't cost you anything to point them to our programs but it could save you some on your bottom line um as a carrier as well. And I, you know, I I would like to think that all the carriers would like to see as healthy a drivers as possible too. You know, we don't we don't want to lose the drivers that we depend on every day. I mean, you all are our country would shut down
0: without you all. And so we want to invest in you. Shannon, and I'm just gonna ask you this. So can carriers get on board and and also join uh as as an advocate for promoting and and become where they offer you know they they provide and offer these services for their drivers through to you I mean is this something they can promote within their their companies
1: yeah absolutely we can provide information that can be included like in safety trainings or in um Orientation, yeah, onboarding of drivers. We can provide information there. Um, getting the word out, drivers can't come to us for assistance or to participate in these programs if they don't know we're here. They first have to know we're here. So it's awareness. I will say, being the fundraiser, on the flip side of that, increased awareness means the need for increased funds. So, you know, if you are a, a major carrier, especially, um, you're going to have a, a lot of drivers that these programs could help with. And I know some of the larger carriers have prog- have health and wellness programs too, but they're typically not as specific as some of these programs are. So we can come alongside and fill the gaps for those programs that you don't have with our programs. I would ask, just honestly, That you also consider investing back into the St. Christopher Fund if you're going to send your drivers to participate. Because it does, it costs us money for these programs. It doesn't cost the driver anything. Right. So we would love that for the companies to invest back into the programs or back into the fund um, to help support the programs that we do offer.
0: You know, you're pretty awesome, Chick. (laughs) I tell well that's what happens
1: yeah, when you have a bff she rubs off on you and she makes you
0: she makes you awesome <laughs> oh listen at that all right <laughs> sorry <Sophie. laughs> all right tell everybody how they can get in touch with the application process they can get in touch with you they can get in touch with the office give us some where can we find Shannon and donna and every Lindsay and the whole works what do we do yeah
1: so, um, our website is Truckers Fund. It's truckers with an S. Truckers Fund, F U N D, truckersfund.org. That is our website. Um, that will also have our phone number and our address on it. Uh, you can email me at shannon at truckersfund.org. You can email the office, contact at truckersfund.org. Um, all these, you know, these, these contacts are on the website, but also connect with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Twitter. We're there too. We're always sharing our information there. And honestly, I don't know what's going on with social media, but things aren't being seen there. So you have to purposely go and look for us, but we share a lot of our information there. So connect with us on social media um, and stay up to date on there. But yeah, any questions, you know, call the office. Uh, phone numbers on the website um go just take some time if you have 30 minutes while you're sitting around go and look through the website you'll probably be surprised at what's there that you didn't know was there and then if you have any questions, give us a call
0: that's awesome and I want to put a challenge out to this is anybody that has questions about what we talked about today and also what would you like to know more about St Christopher? Is there something out there that you'd like to see done for drivers or an idea that would help drivers that we could bring to St. Christopher? Send those to me at ibrown at wlainc.com or send them to Shannon. And we're going to do this again often. And we're going to stay on top of it. And hey, if you're not here listening by the time this is over with at the end, you will be soon. Good. So, Sheen, thank you. I've loved spending the time with you, and we just never shut up. But I'm thinking it's probably time to sound this one off, and we're going to come back with a lot more in-depth on the programs next time and also a lot of the events that you were at, and you put on, like, silent auctions and concerts, and we never told them that. So hopefully they're still here, and we're going to tweak their curiosity. So... I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you for coming on. Thank I'm you d- for having for me. me. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, Life on 18 Wells presented by WLA Inc. I love the sound of that. I just love the sound of it. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm excited to see where we're going. But I'm taking you with me, girlfriend. You know, I can't talk unless I have my hands talking I, with I me. I do the same thing. I talk with I my hands. I do I the know. same thing. So, listen, thank you. And to everybody listening, I am so glad that you're here today. Don't forget to take care of each other. Travel safely. Watch out for each other and watch out for others around you. Again, Mm -hmm. it's getting ready to be the winter season. It's coming on us. Everybody be prepared for that. We're going to have a catch up on all of that soon. And that's coming not far off. So have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining me. And I'm Ingrid Brown, your host for Life on 18 Wheels, presented by WLA. Mm -hmm.